You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with someone we actually went to high school with. She practices holistic massage therapy and she incorporates mind, body, and spirit into her practices. And we're super excited to talk to her about her journey with cannabis and wellness. So guys, please welcome Lacey with Deep Roots Wellness to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey Lacey. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. We're so happy to have you. So let's just start from the beginning. Tell us where your cannabis journey first began. Okay, so I was a freshman in college. I met this girl who at the time was already a habitual smoker. So her and I, we dabbled in it a couple times together. Um, Actually, smoking ended up being the reason why she got kicked out of the private university we were in. Oh, bummer. I know. And she was from out of state. So I had some friends in Northern California who offered to let her stay there. Mm -hmm. So kind of impromptu, we hopped on a Greyhound. We went up to Northern California. And my plan was like to introduce them and then like come back because I was still in school. Uh Um, But as like immediately upon getting there, I'm like texting everybody in my life like, Staying, I'm staying. In wow! I, I had like fifty dollars in my bank account. I had all wow. of my shit was still That's in my so dorm. Brave. Well, I don't know. Like I had no plan, and wow. so uh, yeah. So I texted everybody in my life, told them that, and then it was funny because every time I would sit down as a new smoker, like I had just started smoking, I would sit down, I would load a fat bowl, I would get stoned as fuck, and it would be like the instant clarity I needed mm. of yeah. being like, actually. Not now, like, not to say I couldn't make a plan and come back and stay, huh. but I couldn't, like, drop the ball of responsibility on everybody in my life, and it was only when I would get stoned that I would, like, have this clarity. Yeah. So it was definitely a moment of realizing how powerful this plant can be and, mm-hmm. you know, really recognizing that. That's so cool that, that, cool. that, that, that that's your experience yeah. with it, you yeah. know, because I feel like everyone's, a lot of people, mine was older like you, but, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people's is, like, high school, 13, 14, where it's... Growing up, you know, you shift yeah. perspective and shift yeah. change. Or it's like, like smoking because of like the hell of it maybe. Yeah. But like the fact that like yeah. you were like young enough to, did, or just like the fact that you could put cannabis and clarity in like a mental state in your mind to yeah. be like, yeah. this is what I'm seeing it for. Like you weren't numbing something out well, with it. I mean, it definitely maybe. became a numbing tool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we but all here and yeah. there. I yeah. mean, that's, def- that's yeah. definitely how it started. Was yes. Like, I mean, I've been a habitual smoker ever since then. And for mm-hmm. a long time it was in the method of just like, you know, numbing myself out yeah. and that's evolved in itself. But that's cool that you were able to reach a point. Clarity. It, yeah. was, it was so noticeable. Like what a moment was, of growth. I know. That's really. really cool. That's cool. So okay, we all have our, our favorite way to consume. What would you say your go-to way is? I would say I'm a big cured resin pod kind of gal. Okay. I mean, I love to come home and like rip the bong every yeah night, for know, sure definitely a nice <laughs> bong rippers you know yeah <laughs> i'll take it all day yeah so um what brand do you like with cured love medicine? sunday extracts okay, okay. Yeah, nice i love sunday. anything sativa cool love it. Do it. Nice. that's really awesome oh, yeah so what's your favorite thing to do after you smoke 
Oh my gosh. I, one of my favorite things to do is just to be, even just floating on a kayak. I don't have to be doing anything rigorous, just floating on the water in a kayak with some music, a joint, some friends. It's just so good. Where do you go to float the river in a kayak? Well, mostly I'll just go to Guthrie Lake because I live in Guthrie. Yeah. You know, it's a five minute drive. Is it a crowded lake? Oh, and it's a no wake zone, the whole lake. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Is it, what is, as a lake? Compared to like Arcadia water, um, the same, better. It's small. It's right. It's you know mm-hmm. a bit smaller, but yeah, I would say it's yeah. You could totally get in it. Yeah, swim. red dirt, Oklahoma yeah. Lake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty another, much another red dirt lake. Yeah. So, um, at what point did cannabis become more than just smoking and getting high for you? Whenever you saw it more as like a medicine and a tool to like help you align. Yeah, I think for a long time, I almost unknowingly have been using it for opinion undiagnosed ADHD Mm -hmm. so I feel like for a long time I had some guilt utilizing it um so it's been a process of like shedding the guilt and recognizing that it's been a tool to remedy that Mm -hmm. in a more natural way yeah Um, so yeah I like that yeah so what's the dynamic with like your family and like using cannabis because everyone's very different with it yeah I mean I definitely came from a more conventional cannabis was kind of frowned upon Mm -hmm. Um, but over time, like so much of the rest of the world, my family is caught up, you know. Now my mom, okay. like, really loves her edibles. It's like mm-hmm. her big It's thing, always the edibles they love. It's always the edibles. It, because they're so discreet and convenient and they're not smelly and, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think just um, as far as being able to be open about it, that's definitely evolved. So. That's a huge deal. Yeah. That is. Oh, it's, yeah, especially coming from, I mean, I've been a habitual smoker before it was legalized. So there was a lot of just, like, peeling off the yeah. layers of what yeah. society tells us it is. You've it's seen like, a lot. Minute, mm-hmm. I'm actually not a piece of shit. Like, yeah. right? very productive. I mean, but... real shit, though. That was, like, in high school, yeah. that's just kind of, like, what it was. Yeah, I mean, even I, like, had that perspective. 100%. Like, I yeah, same. Like, having conversations, being, like, against it. And then, yeah, you know, same. Right? You're like, well, wait, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how life great. goes. <laughs> it is. Yeah, really. So do you have, like, a certain strain or terpene <laughs> that you love or that works well for Ooh. you? Okay, I almost feel old school every time I say this because I, I almost don't care. I like sativa. I mean, yeah. I smoke like an indica at night for sure, mm-hmm. but I almost feel like I have not gotten, I haven't broken out of my ways as far as like when I started smoking. You mm-hmm. didn't know what you were getting. Like even if for they said sure. it, you're like, I don't mm. believe you. I don't care. And I kind of, have, I've stayed with that. I yeah. really don't follow the strain. I just like. You know, kind just of like, like. grab a sativa and I'll try yeah. it and, you know, maybe I'll scan like the barcode on it. But. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's like sometimes a huge like a like an internal hippie thing too. Yeah, like like it, I don't know, I like it. It is. It's just kind of like you know what the plant is, yeah. and you love it for what it's good yeah. for, and you've always enjoyed it, yeah. and like a heavy or a lighter feeling, yes. and that's always what's worked for you. It's yeah, so true. no, I totally get that, and yeah. that's just fine. So, what about dispensaries? There's so many, and especially as a patient. Where do you go? What do you look for when you're going to a dispensary? Do you have ones yeah. that you like swear by? Buttenders, tell us everything as a patient perspective. Well, to be honest, I only really go to the one I prefer in Guthrie, <clears throat> Division Street Dispensary. Okay. okay. So outside of that, I've maybe gone to like a, a handful. Mm-hmm. So I have no knowledge on anybody outside of Division you're Street. You're loyal to who you go yeah, to. I love their, um, they have like a Wednesday 15% off for women. So yeah. shout out <laughs> Women Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's those little things you look forward it to. Really especially is, when you're loyal to like a dispensary in like a smaller town like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like. In particular, though, I'm always looking for Sunday extracts, so I think yeah. that's why I'm also loyal to them because mm-hmm. they carry Sundays. Yes. So. 
So is there something that you wish someone would have known as like something that you wish you would have known as a patient going into a dispensary that maybe is helpful to like pass <laughs> along to somebody else? Oh, that's a good question. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I mean, honestly, um, I think, and I don't really have the answer to this, but I yeah. think just educating yourselves on the quality of like the mm-hmm. cartridges. I know cartridges are like huge and I yeah. just think, so many people go for the low quality carts, maybe because they don't yeah. know. And honestly, right. I don't know like even what to say to like. Do I the mean, research, I, but. I whenever it became legal here, I can relate to that because I yeah. felt like I started um, oh, same. started with some brands who are maybe still around, but it's just what I was doing, and now I'm just like I would never. Or just touch like that. the black market yeah. carts. Yes. Really yeah, yeah, you kind of evolve from it, but yeah. So yeah, I, just, I think just making sure you're smoking something quality that's like not mm-hmm. full of you know, chemicals and synthetics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So as a patient, what's something you really enjoy about being a patient, like a the cannabis market oh. and being a patient in Oklahoma? I still feel like I'm sitting in like absolute gratitude that the fact that we can even go into uh, it. What a freaking privilege. What? Absolutely. I mean, really. A dispensary in Oklahoma this early in life, I'm, I and love it. In 24 hours, like they have dispensaries that are literally 24 hours. I'm I've just, gone at like four in the morning one I'm time. We've gone at like two away. in the morning, three in the morning one time. So crazy. And like gotten what we need and like gone home and smoked. Such a blessing. Such a blessing. <laughs> and it's cool to see like in your home state whenever yeah. you're like, yeah. you would have been like, ah, oh, never thought that yep. would have happened yeah. and how quick it happened. Yeah. Something never. to be proud of. Absolutely. So, Lacey, let's flip the script. Okay. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, I like that. Okay. Well, I own and I operate a wellness studio out of downtown Guthrie where we have um, everything from holistic massage rituals. We have lymphatic <laughs> massage, sinus massage, cupping therapy, some raindrop therapy. Mm. So really sacred self-care for anybody wow. so are do you do it by yourself or do you have other people out of there i just brought um the second massage therapist in last november and it's oh my gosh been such a blessing oh i bet such a blessing yeah, yeah for the most part i have been doing it full-time by myself the last like six and a half years so wow. how did you will you tell us a little bit like how you first started and how did you decide that this was like what you wanted to do and the path that you wanted to go down yeah well, I have always had this, you know, innate pool in me to, to take care of people and always, I feel like, just meet people in this space that they're yeah, in. I can really... So, for a long time, I thought that would be nursing, like mm-hmm. so many of us, and I was in and out of school, um, it not always feeling right, but just feeling like an obligation to, like, be doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it was around the time that I had, like, gotten out of nursing, or not, I wasn't ever in nursing, but, like, Lost. I stepped out of the track of nursing just because I wasn't in alignment with what that actually looked like from a conventional yes. setting. Then I transferred that to nutrition, realized the same mm-hmm. thing. Like in a conventional setting, it's just not what I align with. So it was kind of just like a random, I'm going to just hop in massage school, not knowing where that would take me or what it would end up looking like. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just kind of, I started in my living room, um, just really with a pool to like take care of the people I know and to like gain experience. Yeah. And I quickly realized, like, I wanted to see massage, like, created in a way that at that point in time I hadn't seen with, like, you know, the high vibrational tools, the aromatherapy, mm. the crystals, like, yeah. just, like, really intentional with the space holding. Yeah. So it really just kind of organically happened, and I've just, like, let it unfold, 
every step of the way. That's so, so cool. That You've is been that. like trusting the process. Just, yeah, yeah, lots of trusting. It's crazy what happens whenever you do that and like no. you don't try to control yeah. it. Yeah, and you're so just true. like, I don't really know, but like this feels right. And then everything yeah. unfolds and like you take a second to like look back yes. and then you're like, whoa. Like, yeah. this is every little step. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, because I never would have envisioned myself being in a position of, like, being self-employed and really having passion in that. Yeah. So it was just, like, really rediscovering things on your own terms and, like, outside of even the conditioning of what you're, you know, what growing yeah. up with. Yeah. Like, I can so. totally relate yeah, to that. Same. I feel like, Saab, and I feel that with, mm-hmm. like, being entrepreneurial minds yeah. with, like, the podcast yeah. and, like, knowing that like certain conventional jobs and ways, mm-hmm. you know, you always have something like that churns in you that you just can't get rid of. Yeah. And yeah. that's like what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. it's like cool. trusting the process to be open to receive whatever's coming oh your God. way. That is because that's beautiful it's, on its, its own. Yeah. It's and if you're not, especially with it. a business, because I feel like yeah. if you're, if you don't surrender to all the shit that happens and the struggles and if you're not so open true. to receive even all the bad things and then just like, I feel like there's a certain awareness that comes with that too, right? Yeah. And people, there's really two reasons you go into business. I mean, you go in for money, obviously, but like, or you go in for passion. And when you go in for passion and you know that you're going to go through shit to get where you need to be, it's then different. it's so different. And that. everything just organically happens and unfolds as it should, like you said. Yeah. And Brian yeah. and I can attest to that, even with the podcast and like from everyone that's believed in us along the way and just like gifted us things and like, mm-hmm. you know, just been like, hey, you guys are really doing it. Like keep going. Oh and it's gosh, been, yeah. we have so much gratitude yeah. for it because they that's just- That's when you know you're mm-hmm. like in the right place, <laughs> you know, yes. for sure. Yeah. I yeah. love that. It's so perfectly <clears throat> said. Yeah. Yes. So Lacey, the work you do is so meaningful and healing. What do you love most about what you get to do? Oh, I love that. Well, oh my gosh. This just sounds so cheesy, but- so true just connecting with people on a one-on-one basis in in any season that they're in so like in Mm -hmm. the last couple months I feel like I've been connected with people who have like been actively going through divorce or like lost a parent or like you know just like Mm -hmm. in any it doesn't have to be in a state of devastation but if it is in a state of devastation Mm -hmm. you know just meeting people where they are and like authentically relating with them and trusting that everybody that comes in are you know every every session is like divinely appointed and every yeah. connection really is like meant to be made so i i think that's, that's beautiful cool that yeah that like mm-hmm. you know that like you see yeah. it through that lens through that perspective mm-hmm. so everyone totally. who you are attracting to you is because of like you're like they are we're divinely here we are connected for yes. a reason this yeah. just wasn't yeah you know, and they're feeling your energy like to receive yeah. that there's it's just it just hits so different to receive energy from somebody who's actually pouring yes. into you. Like when Brian and I got our tattoos, it was my first one mm-hmm. and we just got it like a month and a half ago. And the energy that I received from Zonley while he was like giving me that tattoo Ooh, almost that. like fueled me and made it better because there was a huge like obviously transfer. Yeah. Yeah. A good and experience. so even on even on that front, like massage is a lot more intimate. And so the energy transfer, especially when you're not in a good place at the end and you don't even have to say words but if you're in tune that can fill your cup in a whole different way oh my gosh, again so perfectly said yeah. <laughs> so much good so much goodness right yes. now so what would you say would be like the most challenging thing about what you get to do oh i think just like on an energetic level protecting myself you know okay, to prevent yeah. ultimately burnout but ultimately just being able to sustain this the long haul yeah. Like yeah learning to like 
physically, emotionally, and spiritually, like, support and protect myself, which mm-hmm. yes. I think it's easy, like, in the beginning stages of business to kind of um, put yourself to the side and make shit happen, you know, right. which mm-hmm. I definitely have done. So I have been at this point before, but I really feel like I'm at the point where I'm just, like, I'm, I need to take time to nourish myself mm-hmm. or, like, nothing else can continue working. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Self-care is so important yeah. Yeah, to realize sure. that. Which is a perfect transition into my next question. How yes. do you recharge yourself after you pour into people energetically <sighs> and physically and mentally? Okay. I like that. Lots of baths. I take a bath probably every day in my life. Oh, nice. Lots of baths. Um, of course, that bong rip at the end of my day. Oh, yes. And then get in the bath. Yes. <laughs> or be in Absolutely. the bath with that. <laughs> bong rips Both and baths. <laughs> yes. It's the best combo. Um, a little bit of therapy. I started that recently. I've kind of like taken a hiatus, but like I'll get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, journaling. I like to do that. I love I doing like that just showing too. up for yeah. myself. Showing up for yourself like, in whatever feels good. Yeah. yeah. Going for a walk. Little hydrating. things. Like, yeah. 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 Just little things for sure. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, Sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, so what kind, what would you say, what kind of like holistic self-care rituals do you offer people wanting to book with you? I like that. So, um, speaking massage, I, so I, myself, I offer what I am now calling the eclectic Swedish experience. Tell us about this. So, um, mine's a little bit more of like a fluid, it's, I almost feel like it's like art on the body. Mm -hmm. Um, we've got the hot towels, we've got the top shelf essential oils, some crystals, there's oracle card pulls if you need Mm -hmm. them. Um, and then Caroline does more of like a therapeutic massage. So she's great for like pain relief or it's a little bit more like sports or deep mm-hmm. tissue. Her style is also really great. Also, you get the hot towels, some of the like high vibe tools just in like a little bit different of a setting. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a roots ritual, which is like the big mama of my packages, I say. And that's like all of my favorite add-ons. We've got like a sound bowl. We've got... Mm. Uh, an amethyst crystal eye mask we've got i mean just like all of my favorite things added into this and you're doing those things with the sound bowls yourself yeah yeah the sound bowls like at the end of the session wow um that sounds amazing i mean all sorts of stuff there everything is on my website link everything's listed out you can like you know kind of fish through it and see what pulls to you but even just like the 40 minute sinus soother if you what have, does like, that look sinus like? or allergy issues, lots of, like, some facial cupping, some acupressure points, some, like, targeted essential oils. But, oh, my gosh, it's, like, a fan So, favorite. for somebody who doesn't know, will you tell us what cupping is? Oh, my gosh, cupping. I've never got cupping done because I'm I afraid of the bruising. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's crazy. I've gotten it done before. And my back was, like, that. That the whole yeah, after, like, after. Okay, so... Do you know the one where they like take blood from it too? Okay, yeah, okay that's, that's the like kind that I did. Not, okay, yeah, that's like the realest form of it. Okay, so that's what I did. Um, and sure. it was 
I was exhausted after, but I, I it was like <clears throat> I wasn't well. Like my back, I can't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was like my back was hurting really bad or something. Mm-hmm. I just was like not okay. And so mm-hmm. my mom was like, let's try this. And so this girl we knew did it and we went to her house and she just like closed me in a room with and like by myself, it was just me and her. And I remember the energy transfer. And back then I wasn't in tune with energy, but now yeah. that I think back on it, yeah. I'm like, that was a huge energy transfer because when I was done, <clears throat> I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like that whole day I just like laid. Also, I was in a lot of pain. Um, it wasn't, I wouldn't want to say pain. It was just like irritation, obviously, because she did tiny little cuts with the razor blade. Yeah, that's but, um, experience. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very that. raw. Yeah. It was very raw, but I remember feeling a lot lighter after it. Like totally. my body just was, it was a whole different experience. I remember having like the bruises for, I feel like mm-hmm. a couple of days and then the cuts turned into little like, they weren't like cuts per se. They were just like little barely nicks, yeah. but they bled. Mm-hmm. Um, but and apparently, the more you bleed, the more it's getting rid of the toxins out of your body. I bled a little bit, nothing crazy. Okay. But when my sister did it, my sister bled so much that like she had to keep refilling the cups. But like my sister had must have had a lot of toxins in her body. Yeah, must oh have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it so was how crazy. Did you feel like a couple days later. Great. I felt fine. I I mean, I don't, I never did it again after that, but I don't remember feeling bad. Like I remember being like, wow, that like really helped. Like that was super beneficial and that was very worth it. Oh, I love yeah. that. I would love to try it again just to see Come what I should. So yeah, just to start with, of course the bruises, which aren't actually bruises because um, <clears throat> no soft tissue mm-hmm. is actually being damaged. So they're not real bruises, but the cupping is like paired with massage. I think of massage being that like positive force. It was like my hands are using that positive pull and then the cups are negative. Mm-hmm. So they're like lifting the muscle and the fascia and just allowing for any stuckness and any of the blood or the energy or any fluids to come up so that new fresh blood can come into these like, you know, more mm-hmm. troubled areas. So paired with massage cupping is, I mean, incredible. Yeah, I feel hard. like it kind of gives your body the full like massage moves the blood and stuff around. But then cupping really gets it under places where it can't reach. Oh, it's just, reach, it's like, yeah, right? the cups are doing just like what the like, hands can't do. Like, they're, yeah. like, it's like an inverse pressure. So. Yeah. So what was that rain thing you were talking about earlier? Raindrop therapy. Yeah, what is that? So this is one that, um, it's more of a systematic approach. So I spend like 15 minutes on the feet mm-hmm. and then I you flip over, I'll spend the rest of the time on the spine and I'm using nine specific essential oils basically just to support the body's immune system the respiratory system, our emotional body. Um, yeah, and it's just like, I I think close to a couple hundred drops of oils. Wow. Like quite a bit of oils yeah. happening in that session. So yeah, it's one that I feel like, again, if like you feel the pull to try it, mm-hmm. try it. Wow, so do you have like one specific, I mean, obviously every, every service you do offers very different results for people, yeah. but like, is there one that's like your go-to that people just like, that's your most popular yeah that's i would say definitely like the holistic massage rituals are the most booked but i would say my most favorite to facilitate would be the roots ritual which is like again my like Mm -hmm. mama yeah all of your favorite things how long does that take what is your what is that about an hour and 45 minutes and like there's a hibiscus honey face mask we've got like i said the sound bowl some extra crystal layering on the body so several like a foot scrubs like more okay, hot towels alongside yeah. of that i mean it's just like 
all of my faves kind of. That's cool that, that you created that, that you get oh, to I have just, all of your faves. I would want my like, like a yeah. card pull at the start. That's cool. It's very mm. unique. I've not heard of somebody doing something like this. So it's the whole experience. And in Guthrie, it's Oklahoma, like that's a vibe. It's, not, it's a whole atmosphere yeah. to have that experience and to heal. Because, you know, mm-hmm. most massages are just like go in there quiet be there for one hour, mm-hmm. get your body rubbed out and leave. Totally. Which is, you know, great for most people. Yeah. But like, yeah. if you want to have like a little deeper experience mm-hmm. that you... And like a connection. Yeah. yeah. Like you can relate. Like yeah. actually, you know, be real with each other. So yeah. For sure. And I like that you incorporate like healing and energy with it because oftentimes like, I mean, and it's not just like body healing. It's like emotional healing too, oh, you know, like in people that are like have depression or like stress and they have a lot of stuck situations where even like moving it around you need somebody who like can pour love into you and like you know so like that's cool that you offer that because I feel like not Mm -hmm. I mean I've never heard of it before so it's very unique yeah Yeah, and I'm currently studying I'm kind of feeling more pulled to the emotional side which we know is like directly correlated to the physical but Mm -hmm. working more with the emotional and the energetic so I'm currently studying for some body work that's like completely different than massage but mm-hmm. again just like in regards to peeling off those like emotional yeah, body, yeah. you know like the emotional energies so wow i feel like that's the next season to come that is cool that do is you really have cool. like a book you're currently reading or like you read that you've just loved um i actually have it in my bag what's it called how to do the work by the holistic psychologist okay i'm only like a couple pages in but i'm really excited to start it is it massage related or no, just how to just do the work? self-work yeah or personal wow. development cool i love I'm those books in, yeah. yeah same i have to make probably, a like, maybe shift gears someday i don't know hey you're you're that's what you're doing well yeah you're, you're doing that to learn and mm-hmm. to like be open yes. to like receive this information yes. so you can figure out yeah. how you can incorporate you know these other things so you're on the right path yeah for sure yeah Lacey we like to ask everyone this question but what's a stigma you'd like to see changed revolving cannabis oh that's a good one um I feel like just the stigma around people who smoke weed being lazy oh yeah it's just Mm -hmm. so outdated Mm -hmm. (laughs) outdated is such a great (laughs) thing to say it is outdated it's very outdated (laughs) I feel like I would be Probably way lazier if I wasn't a habitual smoker. Isn't that funny? Like I find so yeah. much productivity and just like smoking a bowl and like doing the dishes or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this will be fun. Let's do. just get it done. Yeah. You know, it's more yeah. motivation. It's like amplifies. Yes. Makes it better. Yeah, it does. I agree with that. <laughs> well, Lacey, I think this wraps up our episode today. Oh Thank gosh, you. Thanks. I really appreciate you taking time out of yes. your busy schedule to be here and just to hang with us. We really appreciate you. Oh, yes. It's a blast. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You guys can find Lacey on Instagram at Deep Roots Wellness. Go check her out if you want to get to know her more. And thanks to everyone that tuned in today's episode and keep your eyes peeled for next week's episode as well. And as always, um, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, 
Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.